All right, this morning, I just want to share with us something we, we are familiar with, but just to reinforce or to re-echo it again and again. And our text will be taken from the book of Matthew, chapter 25. I'm going to read a couple of verses uh, from that passage. Matthew, chapter 25. Um, so... Matthew chapter 25 from verse 1. As a popular story about the, the virgins, the ten virgins. So I'll, I'll read. Then the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lambs and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, thoughtless, silly, and careless. And five were wise far-sighted, practical, and sensible. For when the foolish took their lambs, they did not take any extra oil with them. But the wise took flasks of oil along with their lambs. Now, while the bridegroom was delayed, they all began to nod off and they fell asleep. But at midnight, there was a shout, Look, the bridegroom is coming go out to meet him. Then all those virgins got up and put their own lambs in order, trimmed the wicks and added oil and lit them. But the foolish virgins said to the wise, give us some of your oil because our lambs are going out. But there was, the wise, but the wise replied, no, otherwise there will be not, there will not be enough for us and for you, too, go instead to the dealers and buy oil for yourselves. <clears throat> but while they were going away to buy oil, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding feast, and the door was shut and locked. Later, the others also came and said, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he replied, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, I do not know you. We have we have no relationship. Therefore, be on the alert, be prepared and ready. For you do not know the day nor the hour when the Son of Man will come. Praise God. Be prepared and ready. Be prepared and ready. So this is a very popular story, like I said. And you see, the Bible calls them 10 virgins, qualifying them as virgins. And we know what being a virgin symbolizes. 10 virgins. But there's also a, another, another unique theme to this group of people. Five of them, the Bible describes them as wise. And the, another five, the Bible describes them as foolish foolish so why were they foolish they were foolish because they were thoughtless they were silly and they were careless but remember that these guys are also virgins which symbolizes that they were pure people they were perhaps maybe for lack of a better word they were good people they were qualified people for that feast they were qualified by all sense of it but they were foolish, they were thoughtless, they were silly, and they were careless. 
But the wise one, what also distinguished the wise from the foolish is the fact that the wise amongst them had, they, they were far-sighted, they were practical, and they were sensible. So you find out that they knew, both group of people knew, understood why they were there. They were there to meet the bridegroom. And one of the things they need is a lamp. They also need that. And they also must have oil in their lamp for the lamp to be able to burn and give them light. But the foolish ones, the Bible said, they did not have extra oil with them. So in because of waiting for the bridegroom, everyone got tired and slept off. But suddenly, when nobody expected, when nobody was, was thinking it was going to happen, was when the bridegroom came and the call came to meet the bridegroom. Then these foolish ones went to the wise ones and said, ah, come, please give us some oil. You know, it reminds me of a, a, of a very popular thing that happens in school, way back then when we were in school. When the lecturer gives um, maybe an assignment, maybe maybe two weeks assignment. We have already told everybody I want this assignment to be submitted in two weeks' time. Good, good, good time for everybody to plan, for everybody to do what they need to do, and to submit the assignment. Then you find out that some people would have gone working. I mean, burning the midnight uh, oil burning candles, put together a very good assignment, then a day to the submission, or even on the day of submission. I don't know if this has happened to you. I, I guess you must have had experiences like that too. A day to submission, you see some of your cosmates or friends or colleagues who run, they start running around and saying, please give me your assignment. Let me copy, <laughs> you know? And sometimes those who have been working will be weary and say, ah, no, I don't want to give you, if I give you now, you know, the lecturer will say we copied each other. And you know, in some instances, the lecturer won't know who copied from who, you know? And sometimes also when you submit both assignments like that, both of them get penalized because the lecturer doesn't even know who was copying from who in the first instance. So you find out that a lot of people have been weary at that time, ah, no, can I give you an assignment? Some will say, don't worry, I will change the words. How many words will you change? Dying minutes. Something that it took one person over a week or so to get done. You just want to copy it on that same day of submission. And you say, don't worry, I will just change some things. You'll be shocked. Some of them, when they even copy it, they will copy your matric number and join. So that's the, that's the foolishness of things with, with men sometimes, with human beings sometimes. So you find out that these guys acted in similar way these five foolish virgins, they were not prepared. Were they qualified for the meeting? Yes, they were qualified for it. By all standards, they were qualified for it. But they were not prepared. They were not ready. Did they know what they were supposed to have in preparation for that meeting? Oh yes, they, they, they knew. They knew they needed to have a lamp and they knew they needed to have extra oil. They could have also gone to get those things because remember here, um, <clears throat> the, the the wise ones told them, he said, go to 
the shop nearby. Go to the dealer. That's in verse 9. He said, but the wise replied, no, otherwise there will not be enough for us and for you. And for you too. Go instead to the dealers and buy oil for yourselves. Now, you, do you realize that the time they were, they, they, they used in sleeping or the time they were waiting, if they had gone to the dealer at that time, if they had the that thoughtfulness, that, that, that far-sightedness, that sense, they would have said, ah, this one that the bridegroom is delayed, let's quickly get in, in, enough oil. And perhaps they would have gotten the oil and they'd have come back and they would have been part of that, that meeting. But no, they didn't. They sat down there with even the ones who were already prepared. You know, they sat down with them. It, it also reminds me too of uh, school experience. Praying for exams, there were some guys that they will, they have during the day, they can go and do all kinds of things. They will go play or. But guess what? When they get back to the hostels at night, they won't sleep. They are reading for the exams or they are reading for the test. While the other ones who have been going around with, with them all through the day are already tired, they'll just doze off and sleep. But when the result comes out, the result is showing a different thing. And, they, and the others are wondering, but we all went out together. We all went to party together. We all went to this. How did you do it? The guy was smart. The guy was sensible. He knew that he had to, be, he had to prepare for the exams. So this why they were prepared. But the foolish ones were not sensible and they were not prepared. This also happens a lot. Opportunities will come our way. But are we prepared to cash in on those opportunities? Life will present to us opportunities, opportunities every now and then. But you see, it takes preparation for you to be able to take advantage of those opportunities. Because you don't know when the bridegroom will come. You don't know when the call will come. You don't know when the, the, the notice will happen. That is the reason why you must always be prepared. I, I think the Boy Scouts uh, logo of prepared be prepared so if you just sit down there and keep waiting until something happens you may not be able to take advantage of that thing prepare ahead be ready don't wait until it is time then you miss the opportunity prepare ahead there are lots of people today who have lost job opportunities, not because they were not qualified, but they did not prepare enough. So you see, just like the five the virgins, both five wise and five foolish, they were all qualified. They were all qualified, but some were prepared and some were not prepared. So if you if you had if you are look if you're a young person or who is looking for a job or trusting God for a job. Are you prepared for that opportunity? Are you preparing yourself? Because 
Somebody can just call you and say, ah, uh, I just submitted your name somewhere for a job uh, and they, they say they need you by tomorrow. Would you tell them that, oh, I need to go and prepare. I'm not prepared yet. Let me share a very funny story. Very, very funny story. Some years ago, there was, um, when MTN was recruiting and uh, some of us, uh, we gave some staff an opportunity to just have a slot and bring a friend or a family and, on, uh, you know, to, to get an opportunity to be hired. And there was this person that uh, was trying to get a job at that time. And I submitted the person's CV alongside. I submitted some people's CV and I submitted the person's CV as well. And I told the person, I said, I've submitted your CV. This is, this is, this, this is it. This is what's going to happen. These are the kind of things they're going to be testing you on, blah, 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 blah. And the person said, oh, okay, thank you very much. And I said, prepare, prepare for the, for the, because they can call you guys at any time. And at the end of the day, they called them. When they called them, <clears throat> they went for the interview. They went for the processes, I think about three steps. And eventually uh, the fellow did not qualify. And I went to find out, okay, what was the reason why the fellow did not qualify? And they said, oh, okay. Uh, she didn't have enough computer knowledge and all of that because the job requires that she's going to be working with computer and all of that and she needed to upskill and all of that and all of that. So for that reason, the person was dropped. Ah, the person felt so bad, the person felt so pained and all of that. You know, and, and she came to me and said, oh, I'm so sorry, I, I disappointed you. I said, no, 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 no. There's nothing like you disappointed me there. It's just a, a lost opportunity. Uh, but you know, the thing is that they have already told you what your weakness is. They have told you where to improve on. So go and improve on it and all of that. And that was the end of it. We all said bye-bye, bye-bye, and she left. And from time to time, she would, keep, she would call me and say, ah, is, is there any opening again? I said, there's no opening, no. There's no opening, you know? She kept disturbing until she got a job somewhere else, which she was just trying to manage for a while, and she was not really enjoying that job, uh, but she was just managing but from time to time, she would just call me and say, please, so in case there's opportunity, in case there's opportunity and all of that. Then I think about a year or so later, the opportunity showed up again. And I said, this person that has always been calling me. And I thought, okay, I think by now, you should have gotten right what you didn't get right before. And I submitted a name again. And the next thing the person called, when I called the person, the person said to me is that, he said, is he going to still be that same process again? I said, yes, now. Or do you expect that they should, they should change the process or what? He said, okay. Are we still going to be doing that computer or something? I said, yes. He said, okay. I said, I hope you are prepared to. He said, yes. I said, fine. The day of the interview, on the day of the interview, this girl did not show up. She did not show. We, they, they, and I was, I was called and said, your candidate, we, we didn't see your candidate, what is happening, blah, blah, blah. I was trying to reach her. I couldn't reach her. I couldn't reach her. Then we all just moved forward and said, okay, well, maybe something happened or whatever. To cut the long story short, when I eventually was able to reach her, she called and said, she's sorry 
that she was afraid because she she has not still learned how to use the computer a graduate she was not prepared she had the opportunity the first time she had an opportunity again to prepare for more than a year and she bungled it a lot of people get into these kind of situations too it was painful it was so painful that you lost an opportunity not just that you lost the opportunity somebody else who could have gotten that that job lost that opportunity also i was i was like what kind of human being is this when you already know what your deficiency is you should have gone to work on it and be saying to yourself when this thing comes again ah no they will take but no that was not the case she just went to sleep like the five foolish virgins so i just want to encourage us this morning opportunities will always come to us in life but we have to be prepared to take advantage of it in proverbs chapter 6 verse uh, from verse 6 to 8 the bible says take a lesson from the ants you lazy bones take a lesson from the ants you lazy bones learn from their ways and become wise though they have no prince or governor or ruler to make them work nobody is telling them you get up go and do this work you get up go and read this thing you get up go and equip yourself you get up go and study this you get up go and do this training nobody is telling them that the bible says that they labor hard all summer they labor hard all summer gathering food for the winter no governor, no prince, no ruler, nobody to say, go and walk. Nobody is telling them, go and pick your book and read. Nobody's saying, go and learn that trade. Nobody's saying, go and learn that, uh, that skill. Nobody. But what do they do? They tell themselves, if we don't do this thing now, when winter comes, we'll be in trouble. We will die. So what do they do? They get to work. There are some of us that if people don't tell us what to do, we won't do it. How far? Are you preparing for jam? Yes. Are you reading your book? Yes. When you're actually not reading your book. Are you preparing for the job of interview? Yes. Are you consulting? No, you're not even doing anything. That's what happens to a lot of us in life. We're not prepared. In Proverbs 20 verse 4, the Bible says, those too lazy, to plow in the right season. There's a right season for everything in life. There's a right season for doing things. You don't, you don't, uh, you don't have an exams to write, and you you don't read for the exams. Then after the exams, you now go back and want to read the book and say, "Let me go and see what I what I wrote." No, you read before you go for the exams. It's not the reverse. Those too lazy to plow in right season will have no food at the harvest. We'll have no food at the harvest. So it's important for us to prepare ahead. Prepare. I don't wait until everything is set. Don't wait until everything is, is in the right place. Just prepare. Just prepare and be ready. That's what you, that's what you need to do. Just prepare and be ready. In Proverbs 26, verse 16 also, the Bible says, 
a sluggard is wiser in his own eyes than several people who answer discreetly. Is wiser in his own eyes. Opportunities are just coming every day, every day, every day. But what? Some people are not preparing at all. We have seen, for example, in Nigeria, where people in the political space have gone into politics. They may necessarily not get that position the first time. But what do they do? They learn from their mistakes. They go back. They, 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 they go back fortified and come back and contest for an election again. And they get the, the position. And that is how it works. Because if you don't prepare yourself for that opportunity, the opportunity will definitely come again. Some people say opportunity comes but once. No, opportunity does not come but once. If you miss an opportunity to become a governor, for example, this year, there's another opportunity in four years' time. So you better start preparing. You don't prepare for an election in the election year. You start preparing from now. That's how to get the position. You don't prepare for a job interview until when there is a vacancy. You start preparing yourself from now. You don't prepare for a business opportunity, a business uh, a job, I mean, a business opportunity until that opportunity shows up. But you begin to strategize. You begin to, you begin to plan from now. You begin to get ready so that when that thing comes, oh, you just, you just catch it. You just get it. Be prepared. Let's not be like the foolish virgins, even though they were qualified, but they did not get in there. They were qualified. Yes, they were qualified. And many of us are qualified. Qualified for that job, qualified for that opening, qualified for that business opportunity, qualified for, for all kinds of things. But the problem sometimes is that we're not prepared at all. And we are not ready. We're not prepared and we're not ready. A lot of people are not prepared and they are not ready. So I just want to encourage us this morning. Let's be like the wise virgins. They were far-sighted. They saw ahead of time. They started asking themselves questions. What could happen if I don't get enough oil? So let me get extra oil. They were practical about it. There's no sentiments about it. They were very practical about it. They were very practical about it. I think it was Mark that was talking to us on Sunday. He said, if you want to travel with your car, what do you do? You make sure you have what? A spare tire. It's, it's, it's just common sense. It's common sense. You do what? You go along with a spare tire. Now, does it mean you are wishing yourself to lose one tire no it's being prepared that's being prepared you're not you're not actually saying as i'm going on this journey one tire is going to bust no that's not what you're saying but you are being prepared that in case it happens i would have cushioned the issue i mean the effect of it i'll be able to manage it better than not having a spare tire at all it's just like having an insurance it's just like sticking up an insurance. You, you, you have a car worth millions of naira. 
you don't have an insurance for the car, uh, anything can happen. The car I took yesterday, the guy was telling me that the rain that fell a couple of days back in Lagos, that he parked his car somewhere, the wind blew, blew a roof from a house, came to where he parked his car, hit his windshield, and the, the, the whole windshield scattered. He said the only thing that saved him was that he has insurance. He said the insurance company just came and fixed the, a new windshield for him. The, the cab I took yesterday. Why? The guy was prepared for eventualities. If he was not prepared, he, an Uber man, how much is he making that he will now carry the whole profit and go and use it to buy a new windshield? So that's what it means to be prepared because you don't know what can happen. You don't know when the bridegroom will come. And because you are qualified, don't miss the opportunity. You are qualified. Yes, you are qualified for that job, but don't miss that opportunity. You are qualified for that business opportunity. Don't miss it. You are qualified for whatever it is. You are qualified, but be prepared. Don't miss it. It is your chance. It is your chance. Don't miss it. Don't go to sleep when you should be working. Don't go to sleep when you should be toiling. Don't go to sleep when you should be gathering. Don't go to sleep when you should be you should be in the field. Because there is a time for everything. Be in the field when you should be in the field plowing. Be in the field when you should be there working, toiling, tilling, planting. So that when the time of harvest comes, you will also benefit from it. I pray that God will help us and we will be alert, we will be sensible, we will be practical, we will be far-sighted, we will be wise so that we can take advantage of opportunities. As we go out today, there are opportunities coming our way. Be prepared and the Lord will grant us victory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you and God bless you.